Hello there, Dat Fam. It's Jessica Hayes Nunez. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. <laughs> We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, you can support us by joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. VIP access, baby. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. How fancy! And you don't even need to register! Ha! No commitments! <laughs> so use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again, everyone, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden up in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. <gasps> <gasps> Last time, according to the ship's log. The crew of the Scourge inched their way deeper through the checkpoint that held held in the Warrens. A crazed Keshti stood at the forefront, ready to swiftly electrocute Captain Phoenix. He screamed and yelled that the crew wasn't real, that he had watched them die. And in an instant, the captain disappeared from the universe. She evaporated from the air like the ghosts that the Akeshti was seeing. Destrian was overwhelmed by intense grief. His friend and captain was missing, and this villain held the answers. He rushed at the creature, punching him with extra biomechanical boosters. Avezagak joined in on the fun, punching his heart uh, uh, as can be with, uh, with their massive hands, while Mog looked for a calm solution. <laughs> this creature was clearly in some form of distress. But it all went uh, awry when No-No shot straight with an extra powerful weapon weapon and lethally hit. All the while, Captain Phoenix stood in a white room, facing off against a calm alien who slowly stepped closer, sneaking its way into Phoenix's brain, asking one question. Where is the Scourge? As Phoenix reappeared, everything froze. Fear gripped the group. What had happened? What had they given up, but the remainder of the facility needed to be cleared. While they took a few moments to discuss what had happened, Nona was in turmoil. She had never shot someone so hard who didn't seem to deserve it. That, along with dealing with the fact that their captain had simply disappeared, left for some very deep conversation. But they had to find Nib, so they pressed forward. Splitting the party, Detrian and Phoenix stayed behind while the rest delved deeper in. The next room proved massively useful as through a double-sided mirror, Nib could be seen. With desperation to free the Yasoki, the crew looked for keys, but instead found a lieutenant of the Sunrise Collective blockading the door. Detrian and Captain Phoenix heard the sounds of battle emanating from a now-locked door. The two attempted to open the door with a makeshift explosive, while the other crew members dealt with fires from a flamethrower inside. But in in the end, the lieutenant was easily pacified as she flopped on the floor and was brutally murdered in her unconscious state by a rug. The crew proceeded to rescue Nib, who gladly accepted their help. As they stumbled through the base, an eerie clunking echoed through the air vents, swiftly working its way through the structure. The crew hoped this noise was not something more serious, but Detrian was the only person who remembered the unconscious Ikeshti in the cell. As he rushed out to save the prisoner, he was met with a creature that looked similar to Nono, but far, no, but far more nefarious. Reaching, 
reaching a mouth-like appendage from its stomach and attaching itself to Detrian. It seemed he was all but lost. But Nono ran into the room, saw the creature, and screamed, It's a Stratomander! before blowing off its head. With the checkpoint cleared, they could leave the Warrens. And now join me as we traverse the night sky. She still hesitated at the cacophonous noise in the spike. All of the voices shouting and bartering put her ill at ease. The quiet in the gang's garage felt safer, although perhaps that wasn't true. The turquoise skittermander's head popped out of a trash compactor down the alley. Metal and electronics were rapidly tossed over the side, almost all landing on top of a pile of canvas. As Nono threw herself down, the string around her bottom right hand looped over a corner of the dumpster, pulling the corners of the canvas tight. With a swift flip of her top right hand, she unhooked her contraption and began her way back with all of her prizes in tow behind her. She casually walked through the chaotic streets, careful not to get underfoot or in anyone's way, toting the bag of goods. Peeking around the open door to the garage, Nono patiently waited to make sure she wasn't there. Confident that she was in the clear, Nono carefully tiptoed in, paying more attention to not click-clacking her claws on the cement than the bag of metal dragging behind her. Just ten more feet. I can jump this. And get back to work. Before anybody notices I've been gone. No, no. The voice sent shivers down her spine and made her hair stand on end which is quite an unusual sight considering the fur-covered creature. The poofball, who now looked like a cotton ball next to static electricity, turned to see the face she dreaded. The dwarven woman stood at an intimidating four feet and six inches tall, which was at least another head and braid above Nono's own, if not more. Nono didn't recall much of what she uh, what was yelled at her, just the basics. Why had she been gone? She doesn't get paid to go dumpster diving. The team, team was what she said, but gang was a better description. Didn't take her off the streets to do nothing here. She owed them. There was work to be done before the magpie left for the race. Blah, blah, blah. But one part hit home. She was a disgrace to skittermanders everywhere. Being a disgrace meant not listening, not doing, not helping. She must have been helping, right? She she looked around at all of the vehicles on lifts around the garage. These were all her work. No one else had touched them. Team wouldn't have won all those races without her help, right? She she sighed and hung her head on her chest. Nono stood in place, staring at her canvas bag of parts, even after the dwarf had finished her tirade and had found someone else to yell at. Nono raised her head, hoping to find anything it to if not put a smile on her face, at least change her frown to a straight line. Her eyes caught the only skittermander that were only other skittermander that worked in the garage, the team cook. Well, that was rough. How can I help? Said the lavender creature in the green Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Goblins, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. Help me to help. Well, just make them win. I know I could do it if they let me be lead mechanic. Now, do you want any red soup? No, Gobbles. Now let me help you. You should cook better. Nono gathered herself, knowing what she had to do. They need to win these races. They need to go fast. I'm going to make them go fast. They won't know what hit them. 
Nono ran to the last of the vehicles that needed checking. She dove into the engine bay, ripping at cords with her hands and teeth alike, working all six to complete her job. As she stepped back from the now Racing League unapproved engine modifications, she nodded in approval at her work. She scurried over to the broken-down urban cruiser that had, that had lived in the back corner of the garage for as long as it had been open. She didn't remember why she claimed its rip, ripped leather interior as her living quarters, but for now it was home. Nono pulled and pulled to get the canvas bag into the cruiser with her and unlashed the makeshift drawstring around its mouth. Digging through her treasures, she picked out a cuboid electronic shell as she found what she was looking for. Using her other five arms, she continued to search until she found two unmatching round security camera covers and placed each gently on top of the shell, side by side. If she'd been watching the security cameras all around the shop instead of the, instead of the covers in her hand, she would have noticed they were all trained on her. Someone was watching, waiting intently. She quickly torqued the two pieces together. One day... I'll be able to finally finish you, buddy. Then we won't need this team to take care of us. You and me, Scriff. We won't need anybody else. Which was only partially true. A shift in view transfers to a now fully made Scriff, who carries on its back a proud Skittermander. <clears throat> Nono has saved Detrian, but much is left to be done. What do you do? Uh, I think I'm in the other room with Nib, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. So I'll join. Yeah, you I'll join, join up. join everyone. You join up, everybody. Everybody's all together. You're at the front of the, uh, you're at the front of the house. Um, and feeling good. Feeling, what feeling what time good. of day is it, Ben? You have no idea. You are next to the sun, which is, so it's always day, technically. Mm. Um, and, and also you're underground. Would we feel tired? Would, would mm. we have felt always very and tired? Always night. I would Great. say you feel exhausted. But mm. we also know that after one combat, Katie's characters always feel exhausted. That's, <laughs> Shut uh, up. That's... Shut up, Ben. <laughs> that is not her fault. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just a squishy magic user, okay? I need my rest. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Um. Well, I mean, as far as we know, we've got at least two options of where to go, what to do. We can help escort Nib back above ground to Tyress. Mm-hmm. Hopefully have a, a lovely meeting between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we also overheard something about a zoo or a museum where they keep monsters to train. Yeah. So um, Mog had actually seen this kind of map um, that existed in that meeting room. And uh, there was a point deeper within the Warrens. There were a couple of pinpointed places all around. And there was one that seemed to be deeper further into the Warrens. Um, And when asking, uh, I think he was asking Nib about it. Nib mentioned that this is what had been brought up. So I relay that information. Yeah. (laughs) I Jamie metagaming and taking information that wasn't hers. <laughs> you know what? When I write down these notes so fast, I can't be trusted with who <laughs> said what and who knows what. That's on y'all. Jamie was talking, not no no. Okay. Uh, Let it out, girl. Let it out. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Archangel has donated fifty dollars. I'm not sure if we read this one. Uh light them ups for Mog and a Bites again. <gasps> oh, well, yeah. thank you. 
That's so nice. What a dream. I think it is very important to return Nib to the surface. Nib, yes. what do you say? Bree? Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I mean, it would be important because, you know, I've been stuck up, stuck down here and uh, I've been in, in handcuffs, you know, for some time. So, yeah, I would like to go up to my house, you know, maybe you use a bathroom. Um, and Mims, I think it's been more than five minutes, so we should probably get you back to work. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, automobile officer Mims, but you probably, um... I was just helping, so anybody anybody that needs help is my job. So if you want, I could. You're white. You're white. I mean, you're, you oh. feel free to tag along with us if you would like, Andre oh. Officer Mims. Oh, I mean, on a way, would that be helpful <clears throat> to the crew? I I don't know. Detrine we could always. A, sorry, go ahead, Detrine. I was gonna say Detrine has a slight smirk and is just kind of side eyeing uh, Phoenix. As he says this. I, I, and I don't want to speak on behalf of everybody, but we could always use 12 extra arms. <laughs> well, I would probably have to, um, you know, book, clone myself because I only have six arms. But I, I promise I would try to be helpful in that way. I promise. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know how to math. <laughs> at the very least, we should update your sign since you put it up yesterday. Oh, you're white, right, you're white. Right. There's going to be massive pandemonium. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> broke desk. Yeah, it's gone. Um. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Yes, he's amazing. Uh, and the veteran will just, just like uh, go over and look at the the reptile guy and be like, "But in all seriousness, I would like to get this guy uh, back up to get some serious medical attention and ask him a few questions." Yeah. Why? Yeah. If all are in agreement, I'm in agreement. Don't you think we should rest first? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think that resting in the enemy stronghold is the best plan. Mm. Well, we saw what was out there. We don't know if there are more monsters. We're all tired. We're all exhausted. Don't you think we should at least rest a few hours and then perhaps continue in the morning if it is morning? All right. Well, if we're going to rest, we definitely need to do it in shifts, and I recommend locking this guy up just in case he loses it again. Indeed. Uh, ben, is there any yeah. room in here that does not have an air vent? Uh, no, I, I believe I said there were air vents all over, um, and there's just blood everywhere. Um, you know, you've killed a lot of things in here, Killed, a, and there's been a lot of uh, mayhem. I guess you could snuggle up to a crest eater corpse and then that could be a bed um but it's really like what you feel like you know huh i feel like this is gm talk for eh, you don't need to sleep here <laughs> yeah i and steps in some more blood lifts up his boot and is like looks just looks at phoenix can we please leave and take these people home and rest there yes 
And I wouldn't mind checking on the Scourge. Something wasn't right. Yeah, I don't unfortunately think that's going to be possible. Hmm. So full of optimism today, aren't you? Well, I have a hole in my stomach, or... I had something attached to my stomach. <laughs> yeah, he like kind of kicks. Mandel. He kicks the Stridermander uh, mouth that uh, was attached to its stomach. I kick it once, and it, it makes him slightly feel better, and then he kicks it harder again, and it's just like, yeah. Somebody roll a life science check for me. It's I not a hard that. one. I just want to put some world information out there. I rolled a 19 on the die. Hey! Uh, my dog. total is 26. Although Stridermanders and Skittermanders are different species, um, they do share that, that stomach mouth in common when, um, when they're yelps. When Skittermanders are yelps, they also have a, a mouth stomach feeding tendril um, to like eat things with. Um, but uh, these Stridermanders, they keep it for their entire life and they use it to hunt things and eat things. Like Skittlemandles. <laughs> yep. And uh, I just want the group to know that uh, after Detrian was talking about having that thing in his stomach, uh, when you look at Phoenix, she's bleeding like profusely and <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's got like gashes and she's like her clothing's a little ripped and she's just like not looking great perhaps there is a compromise to our different ideas if we take a quick 10 minute break i can treat your wounds my captain that would be much appreciated thank you I would like to use my healing touch ability as a Ooh. mystic. Ooh. Touch. touch ability. I <laughs> heal five hit points per level, so ten. Ooh. Wow. Thank you. I am fully healed now. Nice. So much yeah. better. Now we don't need to sleep ever. <laughs> <laughs> Can ever. only do it once a day. There you <laughs> Wes, go. Wes's face was the best in that book. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> That's right. And if you want me to send patches all up in your grill, uh, we can. Honestly, I just need a nap. <laughs> oh, look who wants to rest now. <laughs> I don't want to. I would rather not cuddle up with the creature that tried to eat me. Okay. Um. Sorry, go ahead. Nope, you go ahead. While we're taking this 10 minute rest, uh, can I look at the crest eater? Sure. You want to look at a crest eater? Sure. Yeah. What would you like to know about the crest eater? Stuff. Stuff. I want to know whatever I can know. Okay. Uh, I need a. I need a mysticism check. Can I make a physical science check? Nah, it's a mysticism. They're so mystical. I they're, see nothing. They're so mystical. I can help well, you out. Okay. But I have see touching the captain. I have a question, I, Ben. Yes, Wes. Go for it. I, oh, actually, I'm gonna have a question for Mog. Hey, Mog. Mm. How much do you know about these larger creatures? Mm, what do I know? Can I roll? <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you can roll a mysticism. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody can roll mysticism checks. Ten. Ten. Eighteen um, is my total. Eighteen. Okay, that's a little different. Um, well, you do know before that these are called crest eaters, um, and they are nasty. You also know that um, you might be able to salvage uh, something from them. It looks like if you are willing to cut off the venomous, like, tendrils that are in the back, and um, if you are if you can cut them correctly, they can be made into bone cestuses, um, which are one-handed melee weapons. Um, but you remember there was a lot of poison involved in all of that. And it so acid? it would be dangerous. Yes, it was a saliva that went right into your body and then went down into your bones and started dissolving your bones. Cool. So, yeah, my question uh, is going to be, so, Mog, could we salvage some of this acid and put it in a container by chance? It is possible, but very dangerous. I do not know if now is the time. Hmm. Though I am not your leader. Just curious. And uh, you guys can probably, you can just kind of see the wheels in Detrian's head turning a little bit. Hmm. You could get like a gallon. You could fill a Gatorade jug up of all this venom. <laughs> Would, okay, so That's what... very specific. Yeah, what, what, what kind of... Uh, do you know what kind of container would hold this acid and wouldn't melt through it? Gatorade jug. I'm talking he's Detrian is talking to Mog. Okay, I was wondering if you were talking <laughs> to me, and I was like, well, if it's I mean uh any container that would hold acid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that insight, Mog. <laughs> Does gonna... anyone have an acid container? <laughs> One time I cooked a dish in my home. It was so vile that when I put it in the Tupperware, the bottom melted. <laughs> so I would not recommend traditional Tupperware. Thank you for that direction, Mog. Ziploc in space. <laughs> Detrian is now completely distracted, imagining Mog making a dish so vile that it melts the Tupperware. <laughs> it's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> me possibly too. made. <laughs> No idea. Oh. oh boy, that's great. Can I perceive his wheels turning on thinking about this? <laughs> and I just uh, I'm focused on motive check. Okay, perfect. It's one oh. of my greatest skills. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen plus uh, plus eight twenty five. You know he's thinking about it. Uh, you know he's envisioning it in his brain. Right, right now it's. Like somehow a pot of acid and Mog is trying to cook a live chicken in it. <laughs> uh, I would like one of my little eyeball mandibles to be focused on my captain and then okay. the other one to sort of pop up and then turn and look at Wes. <laughs> this is so gross. You're, this is so gross. Okay. It is beyond your wildest imagination. <laughs> I absolutely believe you. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh boy. <gasps> uh, wow. 
The rest of the show could just be this, and I'd be very happy. <laughs> this is kind of actually what I was hoping for. So, I mean... We can cool. be with that. <laughs> Let's all go. <laughs> oh, my God. He just kind of looks at the group. Like, yes, I was asking so I could make an acid grenade. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. What if you know, we put the acid into a canteen? Desmond, I'll just Would it buy work? you one. Why do you need to keep this acid? Well, this one is really good. You buy one at the store, you never know what kind of quality you're going to get. You know what they say about quality acid. It's 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 quality acid. Do you know what they say? You know. No, uh, no, Jess. I don't think anybody knows except for you. So, what do they say, Jess? <laughs> Jess, Jess, what do they say? They always say to call one eight hundred quality acid. <laughs> you know, like the advertisement. Don't no, you ever do the radio? No, I don't. Fine. <laughs> I love Careful, doing... you're gonna get copyright claimed on your show. <laughs> I love I love doing uh doing improv shows with Jess because that's something <laughs> that you do to just like mess with somebody. And so Jess was trying to mess with all of you, but it's so easy to flip <laughs> it right back on her. I hate you so much, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> One eight oh. hundred <laughs> 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 uh, lighter, lighter read sheet just said, please make that a mid-break commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious what this ad campaign looked like. Like, yeah. did they only have radio ads? Was it ever made into a commercial? It was a lot like, sorry, I met a game. It was a lot like the 800 588 2, 300 You never see TV. <laughs> All I know is I know what a future uh, a future voiceover spot is going to be. So keep that in your mind. <laughs> yes. I'm going to write it down. You know, right, they so- tried to make a commercial out of it, but then somebody <sighs> dropped it and it just ended up being, oh, God, it burns. <laughs> okay. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> so uh, what, uh, what are you going to do? I don't think we've moved for an inch, but the biggest thing that has happened so far in this in this session is that Mog has healed. <laughs> <laughs> that is huge. Okay, let us have that for this moment. Lady, I, wait, I get it. La- Lady Lovegood just said, is this what a stroke feels like? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's funny. I couldn't hear Ben through his mic laughing. I heard it through Jamie's mic. <laughs> That's maybe the most disturbing when we're doing these shows is that when I can hear Ben and you guys can't, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> so good. oh boy, oh boy. Um, so you all, you all leave. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move you forward. <laughs> I'm loading, I'm loading Jason, the, the, the unconscious guy up on Scriff. And sure. Phoenix is drinking her whiskey, although she's getting very close to the bottom. I'm gonna start having you make fortitude saves for these whiskeys, but I, I'll allow it. Um, what, what were you about to say, Jamie? Oh, I mean, nobody has permission to use Squiff, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm totally okay with it. He's helping. He's not a Skittle Mandel. (laughs) (laughs) 
But okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with it. So you trace your steps back. Uh, you remember it was it was kind of a long walk through this weirdly wide corridor that had this tan dirt on the ground that is the Warrens. This this was a ground created to be military training facilities in just kind of this open space. Um, and as you walk, you start to see that the checkpoint becomes lower and lower in the distance, almost to the point of it being the size of a thumb before it disappears immediately and then you are able to climb up through the sewers backtracking your way as you once did and you pop out right in front of the security station where you met on the way we all mims when you get up it's quiet streets are pretty empty looks like everybody is just waiting waiting for something. And on the way we also Mim says, oh, well, um, I gotta go white on that sign. Give me one more moment. I'm going to help you out with the rest of your investigation, but I need to write a new sign. Uh, and he kind of scuttles on over there and he takes out a big black marker and he starts writing on it. I'll be back. Sometime. <laughs> oh, maybe. But I am helping. Nib is like, now listen. I could just. Um, I would love to go and be back at my house. I would love to, you know, maybe go uh, get get some food. I would love to just, you know, live my. You know, I could go back there. I could, if you want to come with. I have so many questions I gotta ask you. I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about. I just want to talk about them right now, but I feel like we're out in the open. Who knows? Yes, who's listening yes, right yes, now. yes. I do agree. Yep. We should they return. We we should return you home because. We're all very tired, and we could all use rest. Absolutely, yes, you could all rest at my house, even some these uh, other people, creatures that are right here. So uh, you could all come over, including the unconscious man, the conscious um, uh, lizard man. He could also rest at my house. He great. Wow. Okay, okay. Um, lead the way. We'll we'll follow uh, you. Nono's gonna walk over to Captain Phoenix and pull at her elbow and say. Uh, don't forget about Ash. Because that was weird. Yes, I... Yes. But I fear if there is something going on on our ship, if we're not able to defeat it, if we're not able to be strong enough, then we have no hope in saving our ship, and I'm not going to put you guys at risk, not my crew. We will rest. We will return Nib. That was our first goal. We shall complete it, and in the morrow, we'll check on the scourge. So you travel back. It's a very stark difference in the world around you to what it was uh, last time you were up here. It seems like a day has really changed the environment. Um, it's, it's quiet, streets are empty, it seems like some stores are still open here and there, um, but it's it's a very different scene. Um, you feel like the, the city is on the edge of a knife in a way. Um, they don't want to go one way and they don't want to go another. Um, 
It's just this balancing act that they're currently living with. So you are capable of walking easily into the into the heart of the town. Nobody stops you. Nobody bothers you this time. And they they inch you forward, and you are able to make it back to Nibs's apartment um, with with Tyress. Now, um, you did say that uh, Tyress is in there, right? So, um. Yeah, um, I guess um, I'm gonna go home now. Hmm. Go to her. Yeah, um, no, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, sure. And Nib opens the door and she sees Tyress. Tyress is at home and eating cereal. Uh, at the and she she's got like a spoonful in her mouth. She's like, "Oh, I um, I oh, I, I you you did not radio call. I I did not know you would be here. Sorry, we've been through a lot in the last couple of uh, forty eight hours. Um, we we probably should have warned you. Uh, but look who we have with us. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Um. Uh, uh, now I'll stop you right there. All right, you don't have to say it's good to see me. All right, because I know you don't really mean it. So um, we'll just go about our business, and we can just uh, we, I don't want. Wait, wait, wait! I'm confused. And Phoenix is taking the last sip of her whiskey, and she's like, "Okay." I'm sorry, um, Tyrese, what happened to love of your life? And, and this is the person we had to rescue and you were so concerned and so worried. What is this game you're playing? Can't you see people are dying all around you in this city and you choose to fight each other? Ah, uh, the, um, you, you have no proof. You, you cannot, uh, <gasps> uh, uh Oh, but we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and I'm assuming a Bedzgak just flips through vests in space to the <laughs> one moment where uh, where, where <laughs> Tyrus is talking about Nib and about how Nib is the love of her life. Not to interfere, but I'm gonna interfere. <laughs> Take a peek. Look, uh-huh. it's been a long journey, but I just don't understand where this stubbornness and pride comes from. Okay? Can't you see the city is being destroyed? People are being murdered. You've you you begged us to help, and we did. You know? I I just can't you see beside your own pride and selfishness and realize that you love each other and can't you be happy that each other has survived this there are many things that I have done and that Nib has done and but you are all right that we have to move forward and well, we have to 
understand one another in these times. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I could. I think I could give it a try. Well, I don't know why you're telling us. You should be telling each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think I could give it a try. I also think I could give it a try. I just wanted to let you know that I love you so much. You know, I love you too. There is deep well within my soul. And it's just... And Phoenix just kind of looks to the rest of the crew with her empty whiskey flask and is like... The smile on Ben's face as he turned back around to see how we reacted to that. (laughs) I can only see Jess's face, but I got it. (laughs) <laughs> also, uh, Phoenix, you'd notice when you looked around the crew that Detrian came in and immediately laid down on the floor and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Ahmed is crying. Oh, it's so beautiful. I just love it when people just come together and they realize that everything they were going through is actually a positive thing, that, that it's better to be a community <laughs> than apart. Thank you so much for putting that on this documentary that I'm filming. <laughs> People are going to love it. Wait, 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 wait. You, you're filming me? I forgot about the non-disclosure agreement or something like that. Uh, what, no, what, that's what, not what? how this works. <laughs> it just films <laughs> everything. <laughs> Nobody signs an NDA. I didn't sign an NDA. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. There's a 40% <laughs> chance that anyone who's on that show dies anyway, so they didn't think about writing up the forums. <laughs> There. Gotta uh, give the people what they want. <laughs> I would like to put my hand on Captain Phoenix's shoulder and okay. say, Well, that was well said. That is the qualities of a captain I would be proud to follow. Oh, yeah, sh- sure. Um, but Nib actually pulls up a chair and takes Tyress's uh, bowl of cereal and just starts scarfing it down. And she's like, oh, Captain Crunch, all right, I guess that's all right. Hey, now listen, um, will you tell me absolutely everything that happened? I know you were talking to me about it, but, uh, and Tyress kind of filled me in a little bit. I mean, but, whoa, so much has happened with the sun, and I need to know everything that you know from the beginning of this adventure to right now. Oh, yes. Everyone will tell you whatever you need to know, but um, the more important question currently is do you have any whiskey? Uh, uh, yes, I do. Uh, oh. Here we go. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, everybody that wants a glass can have a glass. So a, Phoenix like, takes got- the bottle and she's going to walk over. She probably sees Detrian sleeping in the corner. She'll go to the other corner. And she's just going to go sit down with her whiskey and pass out. Okay. Um, So you all are sitting around drinking whiskey and and Nib is nipping at the bit. Night, what? What's it? Whatever. Nibbing it in the bud. Nibbing it in the bud. Yeah. (laughs) Really wants to know what's going on. So, yeah, tell me, what what do you know? What, what happened? Well, we got a whale. Um, Wait, what? A whale? No, go back further. What? How'd you get a whale? Uh, it's a big portal that fell into the sun. The portal fell into the sun? What? Why didn't anybody tell me about this? 
Oh my goodness, this is going to help my report for the Deep Cultures Institute so much. There's so much going on. Tell me everything that you know, please. Just in, in, just, just lay it all out. Okie dokie. Giant space whale came through the far portal and it tried to attack a ship, but then we killed it. It's now part of our ship. And then um, the portal fell into the sun and then you, the love of your life, came and found us in the ball. And we got drunk and then we decided to come find you. And then we saw the guy on the screens and he said they were going to take over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Um, all right, so why would a, um, why would a whale attack just some random ship out, like, that, that doesn't seem right. We don't know! That's above a pay grade. You, you guys actually know that it wasn't a random ship. It was a ship that came out of the portal. It was scientists. They came out, well, no, it came out of the portal. Not scientists, and they, the scientists wanted us to bring the ship back so they could look at it. But, but, but they won't get to look at the rug that Abedzikak stole. All right, so what you're saying is that there was a ship that came through the portal. Mm-hmm. It was being chased by a fire whale. Mm-hmm. You killed the fire whale, and then you did what? Got on the ship. And, and what? And uh, you what? The ship what? had valuable information on it, so yeah. we rescued it and brought its contents back to our station. Yeah, I I, I know you should have brought it to me though, because I would I would have studied it. Um, just uh, what was what was on the ship? What? Tell me, please. I need to know. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? There was a tiny dragon creature that kept turning into utensils. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. Okay, good to it know. It tried know. to kill me, but it was <laughs> just a baby, so I do not hold any ill will. Okay. <gasps> there was a button that kept blinking. All right. Did you uh, did you press it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you hear Detrian just visibly sighing from all of uh, very audibly sighing from all the noise going on. <sighs> okay. We boarded a ship that after we killed the fire whale, we found a, the fork creature thing, like they said. Uh, then we went into a room and we found a collar that disintegrated a guy uh, who, if I remember correctly, originally looked like this guy. Uh, what happened after that? I don't even Oh, an escape pod launched off and we shot it. Did that cover everything? I'm gonna go lay down now. If you want, we could just show you all the footage. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, and that's a good idea because you just show the footage. Way better. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you you show the exact footage of everything that they need to know. Um, <laughs> to Nib, didn't think about that uh, when I helped you uh, with this idea. <laughs> that's, uh, that's real useful for the future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Nib, Nib says. I I know this is tied to the to the cultures that live inside the sun. There's something that's going on and I can't really describe what it is, but you know for so long the Lashunta up here have been have been feeling this intense dread. Um and it was just man, it just blew up a couple of days ago. And now that you're telling me that the portal fell into the sun, it just kinda makes a lot of sense that it times up 
with that, that they're feeling this intense dread, this intense doom, and that makes a lot of sense. It's got to be tied to one of the deep cultures. I, I, um, I got. I'm gonna ask you a question right now, and I really, um, I, I really need to uh, you to answer it, and I really need your answer to be yes. Would you like jobs with the Deep Culture Institute? Because I work there, and I would love for you to have jobs at the Deep Culture Institute. Please say yes. Please say yes. And and this is when Tyrese kind of stops and says, "No, Nib, this is uh, there is no way to offer them jobs that is on the opposite." side of the archipelago they they would never reach there with the, the town in with the sauna town in this much turmoil there would be no way to reach over there and it's like i don't listen okay i'm sorry uh tyres is right uh i i can't officially offer you a job right now i can't um Okay, I can't offer you a job right now, um, but if if we could figure out this whole mess of Asana Town, I could get you a job with the Deep Cultures Institute. They would love your knowledge. You have first-hand experience with all of this. There's nobody better suited for the job than you. I am very interested. Captain, what say you? Oh, I'm asleep and like... Oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I hear the cutest little muse coming yeah. from here. <laughs> he wants so yeah. much attention. <laughs> Can I has him? Because I'll give attention. Uh-uh. Go. Oh, no. So cute. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cute little thing. That's adorable. But yeah. Uh, well, yes. We would be very interested. However, we must speak to our captain when she wakes. I think regardless of whether we accept these jobs, uh, we are interested in working together in some way. Good, 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 good. Um, all right, I'm, uh, sorry. Whew, I got a little, uh, carried away there. My energy level was so high, I, um, you know, the rush of being captured and then having a glass of whiskey and cereal. I mean, it uh, it gets to you. So I'm going to go to bed now. Uh, so. And uh, she goes off to bed. And Tyrese, you know, goes to bed as well. Um, and there you all are, the five of you. Um, this Akeshti who still seems to be recovering. And on the way, we all of a sudden get... Does, hey. does, any, does mm-hmm. anybody want to have like a conversation with somebody else? I mean, yeah. Jess, what are you thinking? Does anybody know anything about the cultures that live inside the sun? Maybe. Culture check. Yeah, Culture absolutely. Check. <laughs> um, you could do Is a life Is it a science. criminal underworld? Um... Yes, oh no! A little bit. So okay, so I get to add five. Yeah, or four. Minus seven DC. Okay. Yeah. I, My total was eleven. Okay. But if it's life science, right? the DC is dropped by five because of my because oh. of my theme knowledge. You know. So, I got sixteen. Okay. Twenty nine. If it has to deal with the criminal underworld. Twenty nine. Twenty four. If it's just Ooh. culture. Okay. Nice. So this check is extremely hard because even the 
like you you're talking with with nib and nib is kind of bringing up all of these scientific things that nib knows about the deep cultures of the sun um but no no you kind of realize that most of it is conjecture um it, it might it might be true it might not be but it's certainly not scientific enough to uh publish a paper or anything like that there's no way that you could get uh you know a copyrighted paper um about all the information that nib has it's just something that people haven't been able to do the burning archipelago sorry the burning archipelago <laughs> is uh the burning archipelago is is what it is people live here um but it's this kind of magical place that people found and then started to dwell in. Not many people have been able to go further into the sun, although they feel like there is more down there. Now, what I will say about hmm. your criminal underworld is you know that you were on the search for a particular brass dragon. And now that you've seen brass dragons here, it's sort of piecing together that maybe the brass dragons are one of these deep cultures. Maybe maybe they are somewhere within Asana Town or deeper. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, just my brain. Uh, my phone just thought I was talking to it. Sorry. <laughs> you said uh, my, my brain, brain, so it responded. No, I said, right, right, right. sorry, my brain. And my phone was like, yes, um, your see. brain. I am your brain. <laughs> uh, you showed us this, the, the cut in half picture of like the depth map. And we yes. were on like the next to last level. Yes. So we know that there's levels beyond where we had been underground in the warrens um so i can pull you over to the warrens um you know that the warrens is the base level like right underneath it is the sun gotcha but they there is an idea that there is something beyond the warrens not necessarily beyond the warrens it's more like there's something deeper within the plasma field of the sun that people can't reach. That's the idea. Like, there's just been no ship that can penetrate deep enough into the sun without burning up that can that can reach one of these atmospheres that's below there. But hmm. they imagine that there are living things on the surface of the sun that nobody's been able to reach and just hasn't been able to leave. Huh. Or that there are these other, like right now you're in this sort of this sphere that's being held together by who knows what. Um, it's It can't be scientifically proven, but there's things living in there. They assume that there might be these deeper as well. So, so theoretically, we could use the f- space whale as a sun marine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sunmarine. Hashtag Sunmarine. <laughs> yellow Sunmarine. A yellow Sunmarine. <gasps> Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. I like it. <laughs> we just got to paint the whale yellow first. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm down if you guys are. Was that Wes or did Detrian wake up? <laughs> I don't know. Detrian probably would probably would wake up just to say Sun Marine. <laughs> but just as a reminder, this is the picture from the book of of the first time anybody from modern day has yeah. actually visited the Burning Archipelago. Oh, there was cool. already a structure built. They just Beautiful. happened upon it when they were crashing into the sun. This is the Church of Saren Ray um, oh. that is is crashing into it, and um, they were almost dead, and hmm. they found it. Saren Ray is the goddess of the sun, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they called it Saren Ray's uh, Saren Ray's hope and Saren Ray's glory that this actually appeared before them, and people are thinking that there is more of this. It's all a big mystery that the Deep Cultures Institute seems to be highly, highly into. Hmm. Huh. Perhaps there's some information from the scientists checking out the that old ship that we could go back and get at some point. Absolutely. For a later time. For a later time. So who's all, everyone's is, everyone seemed to have gone to sleep except for uh, Benzagak, Mog, and No-No. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. The okay. Death like and Captain it. Phoenix were just like, <laughs> you know, they just... <laughs> just three you're, dummies sitting just, in a circle. <laughs> just to let you, know you guys know. You know how on an airplane they tell you to put your mask on first, so then you put your child's mask on? That's yeah. what Phoenix is doing. She's oh. she's she's regenerating her own powers so that she can save all of you guys. <laughs> uh, is there any little like outside balcony or patio area? Sure. Um, yeah, there is a nice patio. It overlooks the park. Oh, um, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it, I mean, you think that crazy on this place? It is. I mean, probably somebody works with a very prestigious, uh, very prestigious organization. Mm. I have another picture from a long time ago when you guys ran into that street preacher um, who told Abedzagak that uh, you were all going to die, you know, yeah. and that everything was going to be bad. But this is kind of the view that you see out into the park. Ooh. Oh, whoa. <gasps> cool. Yeah. It's really a beautiful place. There's green trees. It's nice. But the sun is so bright all the time. There is no nighttime. It's just burning. Hmm. Uh, I Would yeah. you mind joining me outside? I'd love to. Brief conversation. Mm-hmm. Can Nono come or is this a private conversation? She may is very welcome to come if she would mm-hmm. like to. No, no, you want to go on the patio? Yes, please. Okay. So you step out onto the patio. Like I said, there's nobody in the park, but you're just looking out over nature. What do you do? It is beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All of this nature is very important to me, for nature is living. And I believe all living creatures are sacred. Have you heard of Waden? She is a deity in which I worship. She believes that all creatures have value, as well as a part of her has been placed in various creatures throughout our galaxy and universe. And that, who knows, who really is a piece of Waden out there? 
she could be found in even the most vile of people. Abedzagak, it hurt my feelings when you decapitated that lieutenant with the rug. For that lieutenant, no matter how evil they could have been, could in fact be a piece of Waden. And we can only kill when we deem it absolutely necessary. Hey, Mog. Yes? You've watched us take out all kinds of creatures. Hmm. Uh, all of us have done it, and it was in the name of what we were supposed to do on the team. So, I apologize that I hurt your feelings and did something against your religion. However, how can we use proper discretion between what we are supposed to do as part of a group versus senseless ending life? And also, if you believe in Waden, is that what it was? Waden? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that their particles do not go into another living thing to make them become something better, like a tree or a precious animal that does not create hatred or bad things or violence on other creatures? Ah, a fine question. I would say that it is obviously up to an individual discretion. We sometimes must kill to protect ourselves from others who are hurting us. So for me personally, I believe that when one is unconscious and no longer a harm to us, that is where the line is. We would then not kill them, for they cannot kill us back in that moment. Now, to address the point you said, secondly, it is a very grand point and an answer for those who have reached higher learnings, far more capable and deep than my own brain can comprehend. So I do not know the answer, but merely believe in the teachings of Wade and myself. Though I see that if that is your belief, if I am asking you to be respectful to mine, I should be respectful to yours. So well, is that yours? Hmm? That's a great question, Mog. Because I come from a long lineage of highly decorated military officers. Everybody is all very proud of how strong and important they are. And I didn't belong. So I left. And to be honest with you, sometimes I go onto autopilot or the things that I was taught and the things that I know, but I'm more excited to learn about other people's ways like yours. And so thank I, you for teaching me something. Ah, but I have been taught as well. Thank you, Abedzegek. And I feel like Nono the entire time is like... <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on a lemonade or something, and then oh, just no. edging. Every once in a while, uh, you hear just like a clink clank uh, as she's like sitting there listening, uh, but working on Scriff at the same time. <laughs> uh, and and this talk of Waden has definitely weighed on her um, uh. because you know of killing things and all of a sudden her gun was acting up her pistol was acting up last time and like who really deserves this she doesn't know she probably deserves it so oh 
And I feel like the entire time that that's happening outside, uh, you know, Detrian at least, you are so well trained to know when like a new creature, like I feel like you're one of those people that wakes up as soon as somebody new enters the room and chooses to sleep rather than being in the middle of sleep. So you would know that these people have left and that there is now just this emptiness of air and it's just you and Captain Phoenix there. So do you continue to sleep or do you uh, do you want to do anything? Uh, he, he's kind of he, I mean he would probably check in on the situation after like sensing everybody leave. Just yeah. kind of like look around like did somebody get kidnapped sort of deal or did they all run away and steal somebody's gear like he would check out the situation pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and upon seeing them all just talking about religion and everything he would just be like Nope, nope. Back to bed. <laughs> he goes back to bed. Too quiet. Phoenix would probably wake up. <clears throat> sure. But- I mean, everybody when it gets too quiet, they wake up. I get that. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're an adventurer, Ben. Okay. Right, 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 right. It's too quiet in here. There's no hum of the ship. There's no familiar mm-hmm. sounds. Come Actually, on. I would agree with that. That you probably are used to this, just like churning sound of ship i mean even when you were down in the warrens it was noisy because there was there was death happening all around you um so you probably it's the stillest night you've ever had Hmm. even though it's bright you you kind of wake up what do you do you know how like when you wake up in the middle of the night because you feel something's a little weird. You kind of like give a, like a little glance around. I'm not sure if I see anyone because if Detrian had just gone outside. Detrian just kind of like sat up, heard what was happening out on the balcony and then was like, I'm going to let that be and went back to sleep. Oh, then then Phoenix would go back to sleep because um, she feels like if, if there's anything to talk about, she can do it in the morning. Cool. The rest of you spend the night after this conversation resting. Like I said, it's hard to because the the sun is all around you. I mean, it's there's never a there's never a dark moment, but the blinds all have this like anti-light shut-ins that close down and block out everything, but a little bit sneaks through every single time. It doesn't give you quite as peaceful of a rest as you could. You all awake the next morning, feeling refreshed, getting back your spells, and healing up a little bit. Anybody who had that con damage, that also will heal up one. Um, and mm. you you heal up your level plus your constitution modifier whenever you sleep. Oh, and I would have right? had all my... Right. That's nice. So nice. All right. It's the morning. Honorary Officer Mims says, uh, I, I didn't sleep the entire night. I have been protecting you from the dangers and trying to help. So just to let you know what has been going on, I stood outside the door and I put I, I sat there and I waited for something bad to happen. Word to the wise, nothing bad happened. Phoenix wakes up in a great mood and she goes, oh. Officer Mims, thank you. 
Uh, you can't what? call me Officer Mims, ma'am. I'm only an Onawaley officer. Oh, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> call me Honorary how how could I be so foolish? Honorary Officer Mims. Yes. Thank you. We are indebted <laughs> to your service. Uh, I Thank you for keeping us safe. Um, might we make you some breakfast, or would you like to sleep now? I, I could uh, help, but no, I feel fine. I'm uh, twained twain to never need rest because I'm always awake. I could probably take a nap, though, if you wanted me to take a nap, but if only if it's helping. You know, you do whatever you want to do. And hmm. that kind of, that kind of, like, stirs his little brain. He's like, uh, uh, overload, uh, overload, uh. <laughs> No, but he doesn't, he doesn't know how to act to that. He's like, ma'am, I don't know if, if me taking a nap would be really helpful to you. Oh, please, you can call me Phoenix. Yes, um, Or Captain. Um, yes, Captain, ma'am. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this whole conversation, Detrian, is just like jaw dropped. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Can a Bedzegak be making waffles? <laughs> yes. Great. You're making waffles. <laughs> space waffles. All right. Let's oh, not so, so, so Phoenix smells the waffles then and will tell Honorary Officer Mims. Oh, well, if you're not going to take a nap, you should definitely try a Bedzegak's space waffles. They oh. are. Delicious. I put bananas on them. Oh, did you? Phoenix is in a really good mood this morning, and she's <laughs> gonna go over to a Benzigak, and right. she loves a Benzigak's waffles. I mean, it's the first time you've ever had them, so for sure. You don't know that, Ben. You don't know that. Uh, I mean, uh, you tell me when was the last time you had them. <laughs> guess, guess when has Phoenix had them? met like four days ago. <laughs> Shut up, she made waffles. You don't. They're know. my famous waffles. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ottawa Officer Mims enjoys the space waffles, the spaffles, as you call them. I would like oh. to be hovering behind a Bezigak, watching every move, and just oh, yeah. lightly mutter, You don't want me to help. <laughs> no, but I would like you to tell me about the honors of vegetarianism. <laughs> Speaking of beliefs, ah, little no no with a big spirit. We didn't get to ask you what your beliefs are. Oh. Um. Hmm. My beliefs are um everybody deserves help and I've got to give it. Hmm. Firm belief right there. Uh, what about when Mm. I just got to point out, uh, Jess, that everybody's saying, are you really trying to kill Wes with bananas right now? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, Wes, you're allergic to bananas. Oh, no. allergic to bananas. Oh, I didn't know that. Detri is just like inching to the other side of the room, just kind of glaring. That's twice now, because didn't we send you a birthday cupcake and one of them was bananas? Yeah. Detri, can you have chocolate chips? Why is Detri also allergic to bananas? He just doesn't like them. He just doesn't like bananas. But but his character on Crits and Giggles is a dog and can't have chocolate. So, well, you don't. I will make you a parfait. Everybody loves parfait. (sighs) According to a very talkative donkey, everyone loves parfaits. That's right. Loves parfaits. I want to play a game where imagination is king, and I can change anything I want about myself except for my allergies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> that is fantastic. Okay, so you have breakfast. You're you're there. You've um, Nib Nib and Tyrus come out. Um, they are they're willing to talk. I mean, you you have at your disposal anyone that you can talk to. Oh, because also the Ikeshti wakes up the next morning. Ah. Uh, Oh, hey. What's going on? You like some waffles? No, no, I only I only eat spaffles. Okay. Good good for you. We Are actually you have some of those. Where am I? What? We why saved do, your life. Why do I feel like I almost died? Because you did. Yeah. Okay. Terry just kind of looks away, like, hmm. I'm Captain Phoenix. This is my crew. Hello. your life after you tried to attack us, but okay. we understand that you were being held against your will, so we've saved you, and now we're offering you, offering you spaffles. Would you okay. like some? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Abedzegek, would you, would you offer Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Come right up. Abedzegek is in an apron with ruffles, like full, just help mode. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, uh, do you, do you happen to, like, okay, I'm just going to be outright and say it. I've got a little bit of a drug problem, and right now I am, things are really weird for me right now this all is a little it's it's really real it's really real and i don't know what to do can you elaborate does this have something to do with uh you screaming that all of us are dead already or you watched us all die yeah yeah um uh no no pat scriff on the bum and Scriff goes over and tries to snuggle with this poor man. Okay. Um, I think I... Oh, sorry. I can see that uh, we're in a weird... We're in a weird kind of situation, so... Um, yeah. I was... I had a family... They're all gone now. My, my fault. And I can't deal with it. So you got to help me somehow. You're lucky you have a family to remember. Ouch. So you, you have this, this man this Akeshti who now that you're putting two and two together it seems like he might have just been down in the Warrens maybe not for any other purpose other than he was he was messed up on something and they caught him and put him in there And now that you're thinking about it, you're thinking about you dealt with him while he was still on whatever he was on. 
what would you like us to call you? Uh, my name's Vecky. 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 Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, you, I could just go. I, I mean, I don't know where I am, but I could just go. Uh, you asked for help, did you not? Yeah. yeah. Do you want help, or do you want to leave? I want help. Hmm. It is difficult to state that. I admire your strength in doing so. What do I do? What did you do before the tragedy occurred in your life? I, um, I, I, uh, owned a shop. Oh. Ah. Worked at it with my family, and, um, yeah, yeah. And what is the fate of this shop now? It doesn't belong to me. What work did you do? I sold, just sold goods. Uh, it was, um, uh, it's just a little mom and pop shop, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how things, how things go. And then somebody comes in, somebody tells you that they're going to use your shop and that you have to, you have to use their shop, that you have to let them use your shop or else they're going to, you know, they're going to do bad things. And then brass dragons do this and that brass dragons do that. And all Hold of a sudden, up. you know, you're like, Hold up. You said the brass dragons took over your shop. Yeah. And, uh, Dash Green is just going to give a quick look over to Phoenix. Interesting. Where's your shop at? What did you sell? Like I said, I just I just sold things, you know, like uh, like, like groceries or like armor and weapons. Armor and weapons. Okay, that's uh, good to know. Pr- uh, protection, and um, they came in, and you know, I I couldn't. They they started they started selling things that I couldn't control. It wasn't, it wasn't in Asana town. Where was it? Silicona. Silicona? Silicona. Is that one of the next places over? In a you, different uh, you actually remember hearing about Stellacuna from mm-hmm. Tyress, who said, it's all the way on the other side of the burning archipelago. That's um, right which is where the Deep Cultures Institute is. Yes. Mm. Mm. Perhaps the Deep Cultures Institute could use someone of your knowledge. I'm sure that they need someone who has experience in sales and perhaps inventory. Sure, yeah, I could I could I could do inventory. Yeah. Here's the deal though. I think you got to take me to a hospital. Oh, yes. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. That's a yeah. good idea. Uh, by chance, do you have a location for the shop? We might want to just go and make sure that it's okay for you. Uh, you know, just in case the brass dragons have damaged it in any way. Sure. And uh, he can put in the, the location in. Yeah, he'll give you a, an address of Stella Kuna, uh, which I definitely know at the top, off the top of my head. Uh, it's 1414 Stella Kuna Way. Um, <laughs> perfect. Writing perfect. that down. <laughs> would we know what he was on? Did you say? Um, you, you don't really know what he's on. Um, so. 
did we t- did we check his pockets when we when he went unconscious? Yeah, you did. Uh, he he didn't seem to have. I mean, he had weapons. <clears throat> you know, when he fought you, he had weapons, uh, but he didn't seem to have any drugs on him. Hmm. So, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think she would try to find a quiet moment. She'd probably bring over a plate of, wa- of swaffles, excuse me, and um, just say to him, what was it? What are you taking? Anything to burn the pain away. Yes. I know the feeling. But it won't work. You must stop. You'll never be able to forgive yourself until you do. There are certain things that we each hide behind. But I fear that you've been given a second chance. We've saved your life. You should be dead. And you have a new beginning. You need to take it. You need to forgive yourself. I don't care what you did. I don't care what happened in your past. To be haunted by your past is something I almost wish upon myself. But alas, you... I was going to say, Detrine, at that, at that comment, Detrine just looks at the floor. She must move forward. You don't hide behind it. You seek answers. At least that is what I'm doing. You, you take this man to the hospital. What's the hospital looking like? It's very uh, heavily in use. Um, and functioning, people are working, um, but they are all trying to stay indoors. Are they, do they seem more stressed or like more on guard than a normal hospital would considering Um, the circumstances? Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of anxiety there, but they are handling the situations. So it's not like a situation that where it's so overcrowded that they won't be able to get to this guy. Um, But they are, they are filling up but he is, you know, he's going to get the help that he requires. Okay. Hey, oh, uh, Mims, I have an idea. You can stay here and help Vecchi get better, and I'll take care of the crew. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got it. But you stay here and help Vecchi. Do you, um, would that, does that, would that what everybody would want? Is that what? be to be helpful heal yes that is what everybody wants oh i'm gonna will a sense motive on you (laughs) am i there do i hear this uh do you want a will a bluff check do you want me to blow a bluff check oh no i would love for you but do i overhear this ben yeah, definitely. You do. Okay. I, I think the captain captain would overhear this for sure. Great. So then 15. I was like, "What does the captain say?" Yes, we all believe that 
your place should be here, helping the people. Isn't that what your duty is anyway? Isn't this what you got in the, into this job to do? Yeah, part of me just thought I had real friends for the first time. Oh. That I could go hang out with my real friends. But oh, it's but okay. you do know that you know, Jess is going to blow out her ears. Jess, move your hands away from the Move your hands away from your face. I'm sorry. I'm a stage performer, everybody. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh, could you imagine this show like live on stage? Oh, yes. Uh, if only. Jess, oh you God. are a stage performer, but you've used a microphone before. <laughs> Not like this was different <laughs> was i like breathing into it oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it was so loud that's so embarrassing <laughs> you know guys people say that i'm like clifford the big red dog but of course <gasps> that's really true it's true anyways anyways <laughs> carry on uh phoenix will reach into her pocket and she's kind of got like a really kind of crumpled up looking like piece of fabric, but it's kind of like crumply and, you know, it's been in her pocket a while and it says like crew on it. And she just, it's like kind of like how, like when you uh, get on an airplane and the, the pilot gives kids a sticker that says yeah. like, you know, wings <laughs> yeah. or whatever, or a pin. So she's, yeah. she's going to hand honorary officer Mims this little like crew like honor it'll say honorary crew on it just so she doesn't he doesn't get any ideas Detrian already has so many ideas (laughs) and she'll hand it to him and say here just in case you forget that you do have friends out there and you're doing what's right puts it on his chest he goes all white yes ma'am I will report excuse me oh um Honorary Officer Mims, you are now an honorary crew member of my ship, and you will address me as Captain. All white, Captain, ma'am. I will report <laughs> back to you every hour on the hour. Oh. I have your personal comm unit. Nesrin just pushes past and is like, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. That sounds fantastic. You know, we'll definitely see you on the ship later, right, Captain? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see. I'll call you in 45 minutes now because they'll be Perfect. on the top of the owl. So. Um. I well, we need to give him something. So I would give him the comm unit number for. Um, oh, I don't need it. You'll. Oh. Um, I've already hacked into your systems, uh, oh. and I am prepared to be able to um, contact you at any time. For those of mm. you that are watching, <laughs> I have changed one of the agents of chaos. It is no longer. Ah, uh, Gramps. It is. Oh, it's it's actually no longer the uh, the Howler. What you get is a message from Mims. <gasps> yes. Nice. I hate it. So, yes. I hate it. I work. hate it. No. It can both work. It's in a negative or a positive way. I you want can it. Get a good message from Mims or a bad message from Mims. Oh my gosh. That's impossible. They're all good. 
<laughs> you shut your beautiful mouth. None of them are good. <laughs> I hate that little skitter manner. He's taking my place. <laughs> you say that now, but I see there's a love relationship way oh in the future. Oh <sighs> <laughs> okay, so um, you leave you leave Mims in the uh, uh, in in the hospital, but uh, we know we know that he will come back at some point. Um, <laughs> where do you go? What do you do? The shop. There's a few shops open. If you do want to do any shopping, if we want to do a shopping episode, um, we could do a shopping episode. So if somebody wants to buy something, you can do it. I I know what I would like to buy. Okay. Uh, so Nono's going to go to the nearest, like, hardware utility store. Yep. Uh, and she is looking for ion tape and a zip stick. Okay. Uh, you find a place. It's, uh, it's called Hank's Stuff. (laughs) I already love it. Yep. And you, you enter in the door. It's an old school door. It opens up. It's a ding, 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 ding music is so intense for this moment so i'm gonna turn on a little uh you know like is there, is there some like uh elevator uh, music no there's some like good good exciting That's music you know it gets you just jamming as you go with the door and uh and a an efreet answers Yes. Um, yes. My name is Hank. What would you like to? Yes, I could. I could. I could sell you something. Uh, I'm looking for some ion tape yes. and a zipstick, please. Yes, I could sell you that. Um, yes, um, I could tell you. I could sell you all of these things. Um, and by the way, uh, Hank, I've got a picture of Hank. Right oh now, no! Pulling up on roll twenty. Um, and Hank is actually played by Hank Azaria. Uh, um, genuinely, this is your best impression because I thought that's what <laughs> it sounded like. That is, that is what I was going to. But this is the uh, the uh, the one from Birdcage. So that is, yes. this is Hank Azaria. So you wish to have some ion tape, yes? Uh, yep. Oh, perfect. Then I will give you some ion tape. So, and uh, you see that Hank, um, you know, it, it, big big guy kind of uh, works his way he dodges his horns uh into the back and picks up ion tape and what what else were you looking for a zip stick a zip stick um and brings you ion tape and a zip stick do you want to tell the world what ion tape and a zip stick does i mean if you really want me to i mean i you when you told me about it today it's pretty much the greatest thing and everybody should want ion tape and a zip stick well, I mean, so Nono's a mechanic. What does every mechanic need? Duct tape. Duct tape. What is the Starfinder equivalent of duct tape? Ion tape. Ion tape. What's cool about ion tape is it's normal tape that's, you know, you can tear it, you can do stuff, you can tie things up, but it's pretty weak. But if you jolt it with electricity, it becomes really hard. Uh, but if you jolt it again, it goes back to its original state. So you can actually like build ladders out of ion tape and like manacles out of ion tape and uh, create things and repair ships out of ion tape. Mm. But if anybody ever gets electrocuted, all of it is worthless. 
Um, it's still a DC five strength check to rip it. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. But Otherwise, yeah, you get so... those little like stringy bits. <laughs> oh, gross! I hate that about duct tape. All right. Um, so you have your ion tape and a zip stick. Um, does anyone else want anything from Hank's stuff? I, didn't I realize was... today would be a shopping episode. Oh. I, I mean, Dendrian's looking for weapons, of uh, yeah. of course. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you have access to pretty much everything that is on the uh, on the equipment. So if you're looking for, you know, you you've got the amount of money that you have, you've got the amount of credits. So if you're looking for a specific type of weapon, you just tell me what it is, and you we can talk about it. Can I, I just buy two more shock grenades? Yeah, you can buy two more shock grenades. Can I buy a uh, free booter armor? Ooh, yes. One. So um, Hank kind of walks in the back and he goes, "Yes, I um, it will take me a few moments to fit it to Slugman's face, but I will fit it to Slugman's body. So you can Slugma- Slugman, you can have um, the free booter armor." Um, and Would he it- comes in. He takes measurements on Mog. Would it bring you joy to haggle the price? If, um, if, if it's something that you really wish to get into. No, I just want this experience to be just as good for you. <laughs> the experience is very good for me. Uh, and he, yeah, he fits you and you got your armor. Nice. Yeah. Um, may I ask if you have a furniture or home goods center in this hardware store? Home goods? Yes, uh, there is a home goods section right over there. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but the cat just runs to the <laughs> home goods section. Okay. So you're in the home goods section. Going, I'm really excited. And Hank, <laughs> Hank kind of walks over there and he's like, um, yes, what is, um, what are you, what do, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I, um, had a really interesting week. Um, okay. and I have so many strong weapons here. You know, I got my Dashko and my plasma bolter and I've got this flamethrower and look at me. I'm a big old scary lizard, you know, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you know, luck would have it. The only thing that seems to bring me any luck around here are, um, Soft <laughs> rug free <laughs> cozy but with great weight. Um look, I'm not subject to simply <laughs> rugs, but if you have any throw pillows, cushions, uh things of that nature, weighted blankets. Um <laughs> I don't know if I wanna buy but blanket. <laughs> I'm just curious if you have anything like that. Maybe you, you asking, have four or five? Are you asking for uh, a rug weapon? Wait. Is that what you're asking for? A rug weapon? You have what? You no, have I don't. I, I am rug uh, weapons. You have rug weapons. What? I don't you have, have them here. Weapon. Those exist. Okay, listen. Let me tell you a little something here. Is that there is there is a little, uh, little known, uh, very small section of the black market trade that deals in rug weapons, and there are there are. <laughs> I can't even get through. I like. <laughs> 
I love that you're having to do this, by the way. Yeah. They are um, there's a very small section of the rogue weapon uh, black market trade, and I could get you something. It might take me a day or two, but if you really are interested in getting this rogue weapon, I could get you maybe a couple of rogue weapons. I didn't know that there were actual rogue weapons. I thought they were just rugs. It's, it's a very small, very small section of the, Look, um, the niche market. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I'm going to be honest. I have four people on uh, my team, so I'm going to need four. Um, the Dat Network said, is that like the blanket market? Oh, oh so God, good. I love everything. This is, um, okay, this is, um, yes, if you need more rugs, I, let me just tell you. Do you have a blue one, a red one, a kind of more red one, and a turquoise one? <laughs> That I believe that one is orange that you're looking at, but yes. Thank uh, you. Yeah, um, yes, I could get all of these rugs. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Have you uh, ever wanted a, uh, a, a rug gun? <gasps> have you Have you ever wanted a rug gun? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could look into getting the rug gun as well. So um, let's. Does it come in pink? You definitely. I can get. I can get. I can buy some. I have spray paint right over there. I can paint it pink. Okay. Oh no, I'll do it. That's okay. I'll help. You're going through so much trouble. Okay. Yes, I will. I will. Give me a day, and I will be. I will have the the rug weapon for you. Guys. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. We're uh, not leaving tomorrow, right? Uh, Cap? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Just curious. <laughs> oh my goodness. I never thought when we were like, hey, hey, uh, Ben, do you want to run a Starfinder game? And I said, yes. I never <laughs> thought in my right mind that I would have to make up a rug cannon. <laughs> I'm so happy you did, though. You didn't so have happy. to. So, you offered it. I yeah. did offer up That's the rug That's true. Cannon. I asked if you had a section, and you could have said no. Yeah, but then what kind of a game would this be if there wasn't a rug section in Hank's stuff? This is my favorite Same. episode. Detrian, <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what weapon we are we looking at for you? Are you I'm looking the at gun? the tactical rotating pistol Ooh. and the uh, stalker assassin rifle. Yikes. Okay. Are they level four? Or they are. Okay. Well, then, uh, if you have the funds, you can have them. Uh, I don't have the currency on me, but I do have a crap ton of items on me. Oh, well, yikes. Uh, Jamie, do you have the the currency that I can look up right now? Or Because here's the problem with giving up those items, is that in the Starfinder universe, things sell at one-tenth their value after yeah, you have bought them. So it is very Even tough. as a trade, huh? Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I mean, it would have to depend kind of on what, what the price difference is. Um, so, what are you looking for? Well, I just need to know the price uh, that everyone has. Uh, so from everything we've gathered... Uh, since we last were able to sell things, everybody got 480.5 creds. Okay. Okay. 
And then we had more from the, you had more from before that from on the ship. That was something like mm. 300 some. Uh, so you should, you should be almost up to 800 credits. Okay. So that probably would not get me to How the tactical. Uh, the tactical rotating pistol is 1900. So. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, uh, I, I would give you, I would give you some, but I don't have that many. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's got some weapons that it, it didn't seem like anybody was pr- preferring to use because I think the only person that can use that Ember Flame Dashko that he picked up was a Bedzagak. Bedzagak yeah. likes to use rugs. <laughs> um, Did you want to hold one of my things? <laughs> we could trade. He's just got it on him. Like he he thought yeah. he could use it and then was like, "This is heavy as hell." Um, okay. And then the other weapon, it, I believe, is. Yeah, the other the assassin rifle uh, is 1500. Um, well, if you teamed and, up and with somebody, you could get that. How many do you have? How much do you have? We have what 800 or 900? Yeah, you have about 800. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna I'll walk up with both of them. He walks up with both of them, and then he's he slaps down the Ember Flame Dashko, um, his original uh, Azimuth laser pistol. Okay. Um, the where is it? The pulse caster pistol he pulled off the guy at the the dock, right? And his uh, original second skin armor, uh, as well as an agility armor mod, and just slaps all that in the counter. And be like, what do I? What can? Which? What can I get for this? Tell you what. Roll a roll a diplomacy check. Okay. Ooh, that's a natural 18 on the die. Nice. Nice. What is my diplomacy? Please be high. Um, Can I aid him? That's a dirty 20. Can I aid him in diplomacy? No. You're out of this this barter agreement. (laughs) Say what? uh, um, Yes. We can make this deal happen. All right. All right. But there is something that I might ask from you to do. The, your friend and I over here, we were talking about the, um, a little bit of a, a, the black market rug sales. The yes. rug weapon, black market rug weapon sales. Mm-hmm. And I just might need someone to transfer some rugs to another side of, uh, of the burning archipelago after this is done. So I will give. I, I will take all these things, and I will then give you this rifle if you promise to, you know, maybe surreptitiously move some rugs <gasps> across the burning archipelago. No. So I, I, I and, and he's gonna look straight at him and be like, "Look, I'm not that far off in funds from the rifle. You're selling me. You're just going to give me the rifle, and you want me to smuggle something along with all of this other gear." I believe you only have the ability to, to pay for half the rifle. So being that far off, it's, it's pretty far off. Um, I think I'm over half with all the, the gear, though, even at 10%. I'm at like 12. The, even at 10%, hole? all of that stuff is worth about 1400 Which gun is in question, too? Oh. That's oh, the no. sniper rifle, 1500 Oh. oh uh, I have, Ben, I have, um, I have 1,100 credits still. Oh. All right, so you want to p- plop down the rest of it? Not 1,100 of it, but no. what does he need? And maybe more like 400. Just for the rifle? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, if Dedrian asks, I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, he, well, here's the thing. He's going to look at him and he thinks he could potentially make a deal. Be like, look, how much is the stuff you need to be uh, potentially need to be moved potentially worth? No, no, I, that's, uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss the day, amount right. of money that is worth the, the black market rug. Un- understood. Okay. So, yeah, he's just going to look this guy in the eyes and be like, if this shipment is really worth that much to you, then I'll give you this gear and I will pay for the rifle. But the pistol is what you give me for moving your product. I will counter offer your counter offer. This is how we do things at Hank's stuff. <laughs> you get both weapons now. You do the thing. You demand right. to move the rugs across. And then when you get some money from whatever ways that you are dealing with things, then you come back and pay for the things that you have already been using. We'll call it a loan. Can I do a perception check to see if Phoenix hears any of this going down? I don't know. You can. I guess you could. Uh, yeah, at that, po- at that point, Detrain is just like, so you want me to move something for free and you're going to loan me two weapons? No, the... Um, what you're asking me to do is, is something for free, which is just give this to you. Um, my, my gift to you is this, and then you would gift me something later. Hmm. Do I and hear it 16, go- Ben? Yeah, he's just gonna he's just gonna turn to Phoenix at that point and be like, Phoenix, can I borrow some credits? <laughs> like he's just looking at this guy like, no, this is not how any of this works. You, you don't want to be in debt to Hank? Uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, really fun if you were in debt. That train has done some shady stuff before uh, for various people, and he knows how the system works. We're like, if you don't, if you wanted me to move your stuff and you didn't want it f- fully protected, that's completely fine. But any smuggler right now worth even the smallest amount of credit wouldn't move anything given what's going on in the city right now. They'd be charging you 10 times the normal rate, which would put your, probably put what you're asking them to do at around 10,000 credits. Oh, uh, hey, hey, watch watch this real fast. Hey, run girl. Rug, rug, rug thing. Yes, lizard. Me? Yes, you. Yes. If I if I said, hey, will you move some rugs to the other side of Athana Town? What would you do? Uh is just gonna look at her with these like glared eyes, just I would consult the group. <laughs> ben, do I hear this? I rolled a 16. Yeah, you hear it. Great. So when Detrian turns to Phoenix and says, Can I borrow credits? I'm gonna step up and go, Well, Detrian, I don't know. How many credits do you need? And he like looks down at the gear, like kind of does the math, and looks up at the guy. Uh, looks up at Phoenix again. And he's really like, I think about three hundred. Oh, um. And then she's gonna turn to the guy, and she's gonna be like, Oh, but what were you offering him? Because that seemed like a really good deal. Uh, you, did you not want to take that? No, Hank. Hank, stuff is closed now. Hank, goodbye. Wait, no. Mm. <laughs> Well, Detrian left the gun on the table, so take it and let's go. Yep. All right. Cool. 
No, the gun was behind the counter. Wait, what? Up. Wait, does that mean he also just stole all my gear? Yeah, rough life. Rough, rough life. So Ketrin is going to pull out one of his plasma <laughs> charges and at a grenade and be like, screw this dude, we're taking everything. <laughs> no, you can still have your stuff. Okay. But the negotiations are over. And he's just going to knock and, and threaten and be like, you know, the authorities might find out about this now. Have a good one. And then just like start walking away. Mm. So Phoenix is going to walk next to Detrian and say, so you were going to move rugs, were you? I mean, we were going to blast off this rock anyway. This whole place is going to be in ruin. I didn't actually have to move anything. I was just going to take the guns and leave. Oh, Detrian, we've been doing this long enough for you to understand that that never works. It's worked before. And you do know that rugs did not mean rugs. And I need to talk to Abedzegek because I think Abedzegek thinks rugs mean rugs. Yeah, I, I, I actually really hoped it was more guns and then we'd be able to take those too. But No, I, oh well. I, I don't think it was guns. I think it was things that rhymed with rugs. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> anything that has rugs in the name. Yes. Abedzegek, yes. you get a, a, a little calm pop-up on your hand that's like, don't worry, I will still get you the rug gun. So uh, you have no problem to deal with that. Just wait. What about the ones I wanted in the many colors? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do we can do the rug thing. Like, yeah, we you just come back later without the big scary half elf. Okay, I'll see you in the morning. Okay, bye. <laughs> Did you guys so- want to talk to me about something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a benzigak. Yeah, you have been. Quite um, a help in these combats. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you, and and you've been accomplishing a lot. She's gonna see a Bedzagex like droid that's filming her turn, kind of toward her, and she's gonna definitely like kind of push it so you know, it's not filming her. You know, it's interesting. We've been through a lot together, um, and it's funny that you say that. <laughs> We're meta gaming. Um, I had a really interesting conversation last night with Mog, and I've been learning a lot about personal interactions, and I realized that this camera has a red button. Yes. And there are times when things should be broadcasted and times when things should not. Right? I'm so glad you agree. Yes. I'm just going to turn it off for right now, because I can tell we're going to have a nice conversation here, and the world maybe doesn't need to see that. That's very considerate. <gasps> roll a perception check. What if there was a power outage Me? right when she did it? <laughs> yeah, roll a perception check. Who? Wait, me? Both of you. 11. Oh. Okay. It's not great. 15. Ah, it's off. I can still tell if it's like turned toward me, right? Because yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, it's still flying, but yeah, it's, it's off. Okay. Because Phoenix is very paranoid about, like, she's she has gone out of her way to make sure that any interaction she has, she tries to make sure that they're off of. Oh yeah, camera. no, you're. It's the camera is off. You are okay. Totally, you can say whatever you want. Okay. <sighs> I'm just gonna spin it this way. Yeah, you oh. spin it, and it's it's definitely could not film you now. 
Uh, okay. I'm what were you going to say, Phoenix? <laughs> I've been very impressed with you. Thanks. I feel as though you've been quite detrimental to saving us all. Um... <laughs> The man, <laughs> Hank. Hank was his name, Hank? He's the best. Oh, was this the Hank? No, this was a different Hank. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, people can have the same name in the universe. Hank Shady. is a very common name on the sun. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I noticed that he mentioned moving of rugs and I... No, no, that was supposed to be a surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Man! I wanted to get you guys a gift. Oh, that is very kind. And I just want you to know that I've been doing this a while and I know people like him. I, I fear sometimes I am like him. Um, I don't think... Rugs is exactly what he was talking about. If you know what I mean. Pops back up on your on your arm pad. And he's like, oh no, the the rug gun. Yes, it's a real gun with that shoots rugs. Wait, how many? It's like um six on a rotating barrel. Okay. <laughs> ben, you're creating a rug grenade launcher. Yeah. <laughs> Only if they follow like your a original grenade rules. Yeah, found a way to put them back down, in. Down. She sees this happen and she goes, look, just be careful, okay? Because not all people understand what rugs mean. Sometimes they mean other things. Are you trying to tell me that there's a double meaning for rug? Yes. I'm okay, here's the deal. We gotta go. We gotta go to a comment break because I'm losing my mind. Uh, but because because if in my head said like a t-shirt cannon, yeah, <laughs> it's a multi-shot t-shirt. Cannon. A t-shirt cannon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, Ben, I just really wanted it to be like a handheld catapult that you load a rug onto. And- <laughs> yes, that's what I pictured. <laughs> okay, well, I've got oh. two great comments real quick. Okay, Nisareth, uh, I mean, saying that the black market rug weapons is a niche market is a blanket statement. <laughs> and then also Archangel 27, Mog and Nono just shaking their heads in unison. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comment from well Gangguin. guys i probably shouldn't be laughing this much but i can't help it this episode has been fantastic <laughs> still want my damn gun this <laughs> is like the most you ever said this episode was all of that interaction oh my gosh oh boy uh this this whole rug uh still haven't talked to mug let's go <laughs> Mug? Mug. 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 Okay. Not mug. Okay. Um, so you yeah, you you we'll continue on now. Where are you guys going? Are you going are you going underground? Are you going to find this place? Deep in the heart of the Warrens. Or are you just gonna go rug shopping all day? I mean rug shopping's fun, so it's very fun. (laughs) 
No, I guess, well, can we check on the ship? How far away is the ship from us? You are incapable of doing the line crawler back to the ship. Okay. Um, yeah. So. I, well, if we cannot go back to the ship, I'm going to go to Nono when we have a moment, and I'm going to say, is there any way you can hail the ship? Uh, sure. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Ash! Yes, no, no, my mechanic. Cap, what do you want me to say? Just ask how things are going and and the location of the Scourge. What's up? What you doing? The Scourge is still here. Typhix is working hard to upgrade my engine capacity. I will tell you that there have been massive... uh, 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 Upgrades done to the ship. No, no. Override. Ask for strife. Uh, strifex. Strifex. Oh fuck. Typhix. What's his name? Typhix. Can I hail Typhix? Uh, sh- sure. Yeah, you can hail Typhix. <clears throat> oh, hey, what up? No, no. How's it going? <laughs> hey, blue boy. Yeah, what's going on, tiny little blue skittermander girl? Right, right, right. Um, so I'm getting a weird feeling from Ash. What's yeah. going on over there? I don't know. Like things have been things have been cool. Things have been good. Good, good. Things have not been good over here. Um, so Ash says you've been upgrading things. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna believe it. Like some people came on and they were like, Hey, we wanna upgrade your ship. And I was like, Cool. And then we were like, awesome. And so we upgraded the ship a little bit. Uh, who are these people? Because that sounds weird. Oh, no, they said that they were cool, so I was like, cool. <laughs> right. When people say they're cool, that's usually the opposite of what the fact is. So who are they, Typhix? I need to know. Tell me now. Well, uh, sorry. I mean, they're go- they're gone now. You know, like, they already... Let me talk to him. Typhix, this is yeah. your captain speaking. What's I need up? you to undo every single upgrade that they asked you to do. Can you do that for me? Right, right. I'll just do like a little uh, uh, command Z. Yeah, all right. Um, hey. Those, those upgrades were not authorized by me, and right, I don't right. need anyone on my ship. And why is anyone even on my ship? Well, they told me they were cool. Typhix, you're not allowed to allow anyone upon the ship, even if they say that they're cool. Nobody told me I wasn't allowed to let cool people on. I was like, oh, hey, cool. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's the last thing that I said to you. What'd you say to me? I'm pretty sure I said don't allow anyone on this ship unless it was us. Yeah, but you. All, but what if they were cool was what I said, and then I got no response, so I figured it was cool. Typhix, please. I- I'll try. danger. I'll tr- I'll Your try. life is in danger. Okay. I'll try. I'll try. Thank you. Hey, is Detri in there? Uh, hey, buddy. Yeah, tell him I say, what's up? What's up, buddy? How you what's doing? What's up, Detri? <laughs> you having fun? You doing yeah, good? Man. Oh, man. Everything's cool here. Oh, no. My like- arm's <laughs> getting tired. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, buddy. And Phoenix is going to, like, do one of those elbows and... Sorry, it's this way. Into debt tree. 
<laughs> right into his sternum. Other, other, other rib quests. Other this rib one? Ready? Uh. <laughs> God, casual 1996 reference, Benjamin. <laughs> 1998, Jess. I don't uh, that know. That was when the WhatsApp commercial was because that's when the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. No one cares. <laughs> Fourth grade me's uh, head just exploded. <laughs> How dare you defile Current our me perfect episode almost with asleep your Denver <laughs> Okay. All right, so what's the plan? Where are you going? I'm going to turn to the group and I'm going to say something's going on with the Scourge. Someone's trying to hijack our ship. Oh. Normally I don't stand for this, but I do fear there is more danger here. And there are people we need to protect. A ship is a ship. And I just pray that Typhix, which you all recommended we bring aboard and welcome to the crew, can find a way to fix this little problem we're having. But it is very possible that when we're done here, we will not have a ship to go on. So I need you all to think about that before you start adding crew members to our ship. Anyway, I believe that was directed at me. <laughs> I believe we shall continue and to go back down underground. It would be an honor to follow you, my captain. Mm, an honor, yes. Sure. You said that you pray. Do you also pray to Waden, or is that just Mog? Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. You said that you pray that the ship is fine. That's just something you say. Is it? Sometimes yes. it is. Huh. All right. And and Detrin is uh, just kind of also looks around and is like, did we also we all forgot about the fourteen fourteen? What's it called? Way. Stella Kunaway. Stella Kunaway. Yeah. I, we definitely need to go there and check it out because it sounds like they're using it as a base of operations. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Let's go there. Well, that would be in Stella Kuna, which is on the other side of the Burning Archipelago. Ah, Jesus. So, how far is it? Can we take an Uber? You can't take a line crawler out of Asana Town. <laughs> that is the problem. You are right. currently okay. stuck in Asana Town. So, you go back to checkpoint to the checkpoint where you met Mims. You go down into the sewers, and here we are back in the Warrens again. You know, like oh. when you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's almost like the last two and a half hours haven't even happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Almost. I was going to say, you know how, like, yeah. You know how, like, you leave a place, and then you go back to the place, and it smells the same, and all the memories come back? Yeah. That just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Except it smells like blood and guts and decay and death. I'm afraid. <laughs> yes, a bedzak. A bedzak. I smell it too. You can call me a bedzak. That's fine. A bedzak. A bedzak. Can I call you? Abazabazak. Okay. We go down there. What do we see, Ben? Well, you were in the same way. Do you? I mean, Mog is the one that really knew the direction of the further point. Um, so if you would like to use his sort of information. Yes, I uh, think 
Captain Phoenix would go ahead of the group with Mog so that they can at least be like maybe 50 feet in front of the of the other group members just so that they can kind of have like a little bit of a moment together. Um, um, Mog, you can either roll a survival or a computer's check, whatever is best for you, but uh, Captain Phoenix will be rolling a survival check to aid. Julio. Twenty-six. I feel like this is the first time we've rolled dice this game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you are capable of uh, of reading the map, and you first at first think you need to go over to the checkpoint where you were, but you realize that you can kind of skirt around the edge and stay in these more open areas. You may not be the best uh, sort of um, sight lines wise. You might be a little bit more visible but you think this is the most direct path to whatever this this place is in the back, whatever this, um, this house, zoo, museum is. Horizon House. And you travel for some ways. You, you get up, and sooner or later you start feel like you're reaching the, the end of of Asana Town, where there's got to be some sort of curl up in a bubble because you can see it in a distance um, that it the landscape, which has been extremely flat, gently slopes up and has sort of a, a rocky terrain in a bunch of different areas, but it doesn't look like it's completely built. It looks like it has caved in at one point and created this sort of mountainy hillscape on the side at the very end of the Warrens. You can pick it out from far away. A building at the top. And all the way down are a few pathways, cages. See an entrance. And you see little ant-like movements traveling along the pathways from a distance away. What do you do? there any cover you're in a big wide open area so it's hard like to find cover rocks or anything i mean there's a few boulders here and there but there doesn't seem to be much is there a boulder nearby there's a there's there is one <laughs> boulder nearby i would like to take cover <laughs> <laughs> can i roll a stealth check absolutely also love to do that yeah Same. 18 Waiting for one person to fail. Mm, Two for eleven. Seven. Dirty twenty. It's gonna be Mog. (laughs) Team for Scriff. Just seven. You don't see anything. Uh, You don't see anything like has picked you up, but you do see the slow, undulating movement of Mog. You all rush to the (laughs) to this boulder, and Mog's like, "I'm gonna keep up sooner or later." He gets over there, but it might have been too slow. (laughs) Ten out of ten (laughs) mark. But it might have been too slow. Or it might not have been. What do you do? (laughs) We talk about each other's backstories again. (laughs) That was safer. (laughs) Let us remind ourselves why we are truly here. Uh, to Credits? stop 
To stop the Sunrise Collective, yes? This is where they they house the creatures to train. Mm. Both of those statements are true. That you feel like this has been a place that the Sunrise Collective might be housing their leaders and that this was the place that those beasts were stored in. This could even be the home of where that broadcast was sent out from that had Zaylin on it. Putting this place into lockdown, which means if we were able to reverse that, we could get back to the Scourge. Ben, can I see any security cameras here? Uh, sure. Roll a perception check. You're still pretty far off. Well, that's an 18 on the die plus two, so dirty 20. There are definitely security cameras active. So what's the one that's closest to us? Uh, you, so thinking of it like this, uh, there is a front entrance, um, cause this place is very odd. You've been told it's a museum or a house or, or a zoo of some type. It's very confusing as to what it is, but there is a front entrance and it looks to be on the side that there are a couple of cameras there. Um, and how many feet away from this place are we? You're still 200 yards out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, so, you're far enough away. Can I ready an action that if we get within 30 feet, I'm going to use my psychokinetic hand to turn the cameras, camera away, the closest camera to us, away from us? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you run up if you want to. I'm not going to tell you that you run up and if you don't. Yeah, I'm going to run up then. Okay. Sounds fun. So Captain Phoenix starts making her way uh-huh. swiftly and quickly to the front of this building. Uh, and she tilts the camera aside and kind of ushers you forward to the front. When you get to the front, you realize that there's no... This is a welcome booth. This is an area to buy a ticket, to buy a way in. But there is no person in the ticket booth. There is no person. Uh, there's no person accepting any payment of any kind. In fact, it's all locked up and closed. Uh, is there a gate, a fence? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a locked gate. It goes all the way to the ceiling of this building. Wow. Okay. Um, how would I be able to roll to see uh, the best way in? Roll a engineering check. Oh, can I make that as well? Yeah, that's a (laughs) ten. Phoenix knows where to go. Uh, fifteen. Think of this place like a Helm's Deep Zoo. Um, in which case there is but one entrance, which you are currently at. You could break it down. You could try and pick the lock you could uh there there are many ways to try and like get into this door but it seems like everything is being funneled in and up um it's amazing that you even got close as you did without how high is the roof the roof of the building is up about 20 feet got it okay is nono up here yet yeah, I mean, you ushered them all forward. If okay. they wish to join you, then yeah. Uh, can I make a perception check to see if the, there's a way to scale it? Sure, roll a perception check. 
Um, unfortunately, it's not the best. It, that is a uh, eleven. Eleven. You think maybe you could climb it? You don't. You're not really certain. It looks like it would be difficult. Um, and it's and it's at that point that you hear like behind all of this on a different like pathway up, you hear the sounds of marching, of just like. Well, I would tell everyone immediately in a whisper to get down. When you get down. All of you notice that these um, there's there's just marching along the pathways. Um, this is an uh, just an area that's been taken over and the pathways themselves might not be clear. Perhaps this area didn't always belong to the Sunrise Collective. It could I roll a I don't know, a culture check on what this was before the Sunrise Collective took over? Absolutely. Uh, Would I get the criminal underworld help or no? Not Probably not for what it was before. Okay. I will use my stem pack because I would like to know what this is. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, 23. Nice. All right. Um, you are looking at this and you start to realize this is some sort of a research facility um, where the military of this area, because you remember that Mims talked to you about how they would go and they would take these monsters that are found and bring them here and then release them for training exercises. And that we you thought that maybe that had happened, but this seems to be a, a different research facility. Maybe it stored these monsters um, and, and maybe they studied them here. And so you think that some scientists or officials or people with maybe not the modern world, but people might be let in to see and study these monstrosities. The pathways seem to be guarded and covered, um, but you think that maybe there are different ways up the path into the top where this Horizon House stands. When you say there's other way, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm getting the Helm's Deep image, but I'm having difficulty knowing what you're saying in terms of other our options here. Right. So, uh, in terms of options, first of all, you got to get in. Um, and once you're in, then what I'm telling you is that if you plan to take the, uh, if you plan to take the main, uh, pathways, you will run into uh, extreme difficulties because they are being guarded and marched upon. If you wanted to go through a couple of buildings, that's a different story. Hmm. Maybe sure, that's um, <laughs> the, pe- the people who are marching. Can we see them? Uh, you cannot see them right now. You could hear them, but you're putting two and two together that the ants that were the ant like 
movement that was happening up the walkways is now what you're realizing to be patrols that are going through the area. But we've got uh, uniforms to wear to look like them, right? Ah, uh, Not everybody. Yeah, no, we, we definitely had enough for the entire team. I wrote it down. We got the final three. You had the yeah. hollow skin, Detrian. Uh, yeah. Phoenix had one, and then we found the final three. Got the it. issue stands yeah. that I'm going to have to do some good old cuff rolling. <laughs> you could stand on my back. There is also the issue to be seen that you have not seen anyone that is in these guard uniforms that is not a huh. Lushunta or an Ifrit. No. And so you, I mean, passing a Suli off might be able to be happening. Passing off a, a half-elf might be able to might be able to happen, but you're you're pushing a lot of hard buttons if you're like a Vesk, uh, 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 a Sharu, and a Skittermander are all also part of this crew. Yeah, but I'd rather risk it and try a diplomacy check than not. I, I, mean, I mean, honorary officer Mims was working for him, right? I well, yeah. I mean, it's up to you. Or just saying. I'm listening. We could, we could pull a Chewy. <gasps> yes. If right. if I'm, in, I'm into I'm into pulling a Chewy. If if we are not in uniform, that would make us <gasps> not a part of the Sunrise Collective. So Detrian and I should bring you guys in as prisoners? Maybe. Ooh, mm-hmm. this is fun. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. Back to the game. Okay. <laughs> how, but how are you going to get in is the question that I can that, That's have. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get oh. into the building. I would rather have the plan for once we get in before yes. we do yeah, get exactly. in. Because yes. then we're just caught off guard. So I now with Jamie... Uh, okay. I can I can try and scout, like trying to get up on the roof. Well, I'm gonna have Nono and Mog try to hack into the the gate and try to get it open. Okay. Real, real quick though, can I make hacking. a perception check to see if anyone has been using this particular gate at all for any purpose? Certainly. Go okay. for it. And my rolls are just not great today. Uh, that would be a ten. Ten. Well, I'll let you know something, Wes. You've got stim packs sitting there. I do have stim packs. Uh, how many stim packs do I have? Because I you, you have, have ten. ten. Can I use five of them to make a fifteen? Yeah. Okay. I'll allow that to happen. <laughs> you you use just use those little into you and just get a little jolt of energy, kind of like drinking a five hour energy five times. And Ugh. you you feel like um, you feel like if you were able to jump up on top there, you could get a good view of the layout of this place. Uh, and then I'll just turn to the group. All right. So we need to do some scouting. There's way too many troops for us to just walk waltz in. Um, Abedzagak, do you think you can give me a little bit of a boost up? Yeah. All right. Um, they, uh, so. Abedzagak reaches down and they lift you up into the air. Uh, Roll a strength check, Abedzagak. You got it, dude. Check, Wes. 
Uh, so that's a 24 on my acrobatics. Okay. Uh, again. Ooh, 19. 19. So you just, basically, a Benzigak just like flumps you up into the air. You double front flip, land on top of this building 20 feet up, and you're you're good. You're just looking looking out. And Abedzagak, if you're looking up, Detrian just throws a thumbs up over the side, like just uh, over the side of the building. That's all you see. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm gonna lay down on my stomach and crawl up to try and get a, a view of everything. All right, yeah. You take a view, um, and I'm gonna roll this over from the uh, stim packs that you've already spent. You see that there are there is a distinct pathway going up, but like any good zoo or research facility, it splits in a few different areas. It seems like one has a big tall cage. This is over to the right. A big tall cage that goes all the way up to the ceiling of the infrastructure. Um, it goes from floor all the way up to the top of this thing. And it's a big old cage. Um, In the middle, there is a space of wide open land that from your perspective, you can see that there are some animals, um, but there's also rocks in between them and there are hilly parts. You're unsure about, about that space, but it does seem very big compared to the other sides. And then to the far left is an area where it seems like they've dimmed the lights um, and made it a a darker area um, to the left. There are pathways that go to each and every one, um, uh, each and every one of these spots, but uh, they do seem to be marching on each one of them. Okay. Um, So what I'll do is I take my data pad out and just kind of like record everything. They have cameras, right? Yeah. So I'll record everything, uh, and then I will uh, crawl backwards uh, to the ledge and hop back down. Okay. Um, and then I would share the information with everybody and just... All right, so here's, what, here's what's going on. They're marching through all the pathways. Even if we tried to disguise ourselves, I think that you know what happened the last time could potentially happen again, and this, this is too many for us to fight our way out of. Um, but on the left side over here, they've dimmed the lights. I'm not sure for what reason, but we might be able to sneak through here. Okay. That is the best plan. I still recommend Detrian put on this uniform and Phoenix will have been in the, she'll change into the uniform, sure. uh, to match them. Yeah. And he'll, he'll use the, um, what, what's it called again? The it's, hollow skin. Uh, it's hollow skin. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have the hollow skin. Um, you'll use that to kind of look more like a Lashunta or an Ifrit, um, and then put on this security station outfit. And Phoenix is going to ask, does anyone else have manacles? I do. Great. I as well have a pair and she's going to hold them up. If things get dire, Two of you are going to need to put these on and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be terrible, but just trust me. I won't let anything happen to you. And she's talking to Benzigak, Mog, and Nono. You realize that Nono would need three manacles. Mm. <laughs> I've got tape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fair. All right. Okay. How do you get in, though? 
Uh, would I have scanned? I would have scanned for entrances and stuff. Can we review? I mean, well, wait, I, I did ask No No and Mog to do a, a an sure, engineering yeah. check on it. So let's do an engineering check, Pitu, if you two want to be. I would like to assist her. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I would also like to assist. Absolutely. My assist was a nat 20. Oh, nice. nice. Not even going to say what I rolled then. <laughs> was that a plus two still? That would be a 24. 24. Well, these are thick steel bars that are going uh, up into the, like, they just shoot right up into the ceiling above. You could crawl over them. Or you could use that fancy laser cutter that you got. <gasps> to, is there a specific place? I mean, you could just go cut, cut, cut away. <laughs> I mean, Nono's been wanting to use that thing. Oh, Nono's been wanting to use that laser drill for forever. <laughs> I just need an okay cap. Okay. Oh, and Nono pulls out the laser drill and just goes to town. You forgot my favorite part, though, Jamie. What? She whips up her hair into a <gasps> pink bow, ties right. it up real fast. Well, she generally keeps it that way, unless in battle. But she just double checks the braid is good before going to town with the laser drill. I imagine if she had one of those things that just flipped down, she could just go. <laughs> yes and it's not so just a perfect circle uh no no has gone a little bit hyper with this and just like started cutting them all down by the way i just wanted to let you know uh we do have a donation from b McAllister for five dollars you're in a store please buy maga space cat please please impact <laughs> for mog Thank you very much. I, I well, the steam is for me. I think the text is for you, Ben. I know I read it, but <laughs> steam pack for mock. I appreciate it. All right, you're in. Where do you go? Toward the darkness that sure. Detrian pointed out. Oh boy! You uh, travel up a pathway. Um, there's, it, it kind of winds around in this curving pattern that leads up and there's like a gift shop over to your right. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing for a research facility. It's, it's got a gift shop and then you, you travel up further and you see, um, well, everybody roll a stealth check. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, bye. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Nice. I, I rolled a two. Ooh. Oh, the one! <gasps> but I... Uh, technically, I got a six, because I get rolled four a two. on that. But. 18 for me. Okay. So you are rushing up and, and running through. You're trying to get to this... To, to this break in the path to the left and uh, it's it's at that last second that you hear a Bedzigak trip and yell and they they stumble okay. over Nono and Nono's like yelling too <laughs> and what do you do? I, I want to make sure I toss the manacles to a Bedzigak because a Bedzigak needs to have the manacles that I, that Phoenix has and Mog being like such a I mean, I don't know what to do with Nono because she's got like a million arms. So <laughs> I got tape. Okay, okay, tape. She's got tape, and no, uh, and Mog has manacles, and now I tossed a Benzigak the manacles, and I would have told them, you know, if anything were to get into a, sick, a sticky situation, 
kind of put them on real quick. Don't maybe fasten them completely, but just kind of like put them on and pretend. Can I make a perception check to see if any, anyone noticed this? Yeah, roll a perception check. I definitely put them on the moment this uh, starts happening. That is a 17. 17, yeah. You hear stomping of boots. You hear a patrol running your direction. Uh, so hearing I that, them. I, fasten them. I, I, would, I would just tell everybody they're coming and I would pull out my pistol um, and just run up behind them and be like, on your feet, prisoners. Like, and just prod them with the pistol. Yeah, and Phoenix and pull, Like, roughly pull them to pistol. feet and whisper, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, um, no, no, what do you do? Nona will have the wad of ion tape behind her back. Uh, if you would like me to make a sleight of hand to... Yeah, yeah. I want you up to all make a my hands without using the zip stick. Yeah, roll a roll a sleight of hand. Sure, sure. There sure. may be like a moment I could help her, right? No. Okay. Moments are happening very, very fast <laughs> uh, right now. That is a 26. 26, you are just... I got a lot of hands. And just... I hold up my locked hands and say, I am belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, prisoner. I'm gonna say. And yep. just kind of like, do one of those like fake like nudges with the knee. But, but Mog would sell it, hopefully, but probably not. Oh. At that point, that a, a whole group of, of these soldiers come running up and they, hey, what's going on over here? We are just moving the prisoners. Yeah, I'm bad. Would you just say you're bad? I said I was bad. Quiet, prisoner. The two of these you trying to sneak in. The... the Technically, the four of you that have talked, Mog, Captain Phoenix, Detrian, and Benzigak, please roll a bluff check. Uh, Ooh, I'm, I'm glad, glad I didn't bonus say Ooh. That's a, that's a oh 19. God. Oh, wait, a 17 for me. 22. Four. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> well, well, they're prisoners, so yeah. 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 I, got, I got a six. Oh, no. What happens? I am belligerent. Maybe I should use a point of inspiration on this. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. going or to. And I'm, I'm going to use some stims. Stim packs. Okay. I would like to use all four of my stims yeah. and my inspiration. So that's going to add another five. So that'll make it a nine. Yeah. Right. I'm reducing my point of inspiration by one. And I'm going to use all my six stims. Thank you all so much. Your for point stims. of inspiration yep. gives you a re roll. It's not like the stims. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to re roll and then Okay. Add great. Six. Okay. Because yes. my roll was a four. I'm going to do the same okay. thing. I'm going right, to do the same thing. Roll okay. on the die for the re-roll. Okay. Oh, my-, my goodness. Was a two. Oh! <laughs> I got a 17. Wait, on the re-roll, is it like you re-roll and take the higher of the two? Or is it yeah, just sure. Two? You can take the higher of the two. Okay, sure. and then I'll, I'll keep my four. <laughs> doesn't matter. You guys are prisoners. Wait, and can then, I give him my stims? <laughs> and then six stims is 10 plus two for my charisma is 12. Guys, guys. I rolled the natural 20. (laughs) Things about to go down as these eight troopers go in and say, Oh, they're lying. Kill them all. Wait, but I rolled a 22. And we'll pick it up next time. (laughs) Great. No. Saw that coming. (laughs) 
Robin. That's not fair. We didn't even get to talk to them. Diplomacy goes a long way. Natural 20. <laughs> I rolled the dice a total of four times today. <laughs> Everyone, we have had so much fun hanging out with you tonight for things in space. We love y'all. We'll see you next time for some more things in space. Thank you so much for listening. Hope to adventure with you soon on a live episode at twitch.tv slash the dat network. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all the things, things in space. If you enjoyed the immersive sounds and music you heard during the game, don't forget to download the Sirenscape app for free to get started. Use the link in the description to let them know dragons and things sent you. Bye-bye.